0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for From the Short Grass with Trey Shap, a golf podcast for those who love golf, struggle with golf, and just like to enjoy the outdoors and fellowship with friends all while chasing a ball around trying to put it in a four and a quarter inch diameter hole from the short grass is brought to you by Stevens Incorporated an independent financial services firm with the freedom to focus on what matters most Blackman Auctions for over eighty years better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels we partner with you to deliver high yield results by managing, developing and investing in top quality hospitality assets. And now, from the short grass, here is your host, Trey Schapp. Welcome to another edition
1: of From the Short Grass. I am your host, Trey Schapp. There was a shark sighting in Arkansas this week, and you might say a shark sighting, but there's no salt water around the state of Arkansas. It's landlocked. Well, Greg Norman also known as The Shark, was at the Blessings Golf Club with Mr. John Tyson this week. What is he in Northwest Arkansas doing? One can only speculate that it might have something to do with Live Golf. We will stay on top of the developments, and if anything happens with Live Golf and Greg Norman and the Blessings, we will let you know when we know. Coming up on this episode of From the Short Grass, I sit down with Jake Harrington. He is the Little Rock Trojans men's golf coach, and I sat down with him last week. They left on Saturday to head to San Francisco in the Olympic Club for the USF Intercollegiate. You're going to find out how they did a little bit later. Blackman Auctions, since 1938, better auctions have always been blackman auctions find them on the web at blackmanauctions.com we are back with jay carrington after this.
2: With all the decisions you need to make about what to do in El Dorado, finding a place to stay is an easy one. The Haywood is uniquely positioned to make your stay one to treasure. Located in the historic Union Square district of El Dorado, the Haywood offers luxurious accommodations that feature contemporary, colorful rooms with high-quality bedding. Comfortable baths with walk-in showers and a spacious workspace with stylish plantation shutters that are unique additions to the stunning decor in a non-smoking environment. Make the Haywood your home away from home the next time you visit el dorado this is
3: thomas blackman with blackman auctions the economy is changing slowly but surely the market is slowing down in a gradual slide not an emergency yet the sky is not falling but a change is coming when times are good auctions make buyers compete to buy at the highest market value when the economy gets tough auctions force buyers to make a purchase decision either way auctions get the highest return for a seller and a strong deal for a buyer With an experienced auction company, it's a simple process. Go to BlackmanAuctions.com for more information. Since
1: 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. Welcome back from the short grass jake harrington has led little rock men's golf to -to back-to-back ncaa tournament appearances they won the sunbelt championship last year in their final year in the sunbelt after defeating georgia southern in the match play portion of the championships at mystic creek golf club you might remember we were there getting their reaction on the 18th green after they won that sunbelt conference championship He is looking to win the Ohio Valley this year and their first year in the OVC and make it three straight trips to the NCAA tournament for Little Rock men's golf. On the tee, the head coach of the Little Rock Trojans, Jake Harrington. Jake Harrington, thanks for joining me on From the Short Grass, the head golf coach at Little Rock. When did you
4: first pick up a golf club? My earliest memories have a golf club in my hand. I mean, my dad was one of the best players in the Southwest United States, and he was an avid golfer. And um, so I remember walking around at a very early age, playing golf, hitting plastic golf balls around. We had a big backyard, so taking divots out of the turf in the backyard and, and everything else. But as long as I can remember, you know, that's where I spent quality time with my dad. He constantly, he was a traveling salesman and kind of how he kept getting moved up the food chain per se was... The fact that everybody wanted him on their shamble teams, their scramble teams, all that stuff. So, I mean, the golf's been around for a long time, and you know, been a very big part of our life. You spoke
1: about him moving around, and did you guys move around a lot, different places while you were growing
4: up? No, I mean, I was born in Southern California um, at the time in the late. You look like a surfer, dude. <laughs> in 1980s when I was born, so the late 70s, early 80s, back when Converse uh, was in its heyday. Uh, my dad was a sales rep for them Um, he was the one that was slinging the chuck taylors um his territory was compton and watts and you know my dad knew the head of the blood in the crips because they knew that if my dad was protected they got their red shoes or their blue shoes and they brought him in so he had to meet with them on a monthly basis so they protected my dad coming in and that was kind of what i grew up with in the you know or what i was born into in the early 80s so He constantly played at Riviera growing up, because at the time, on Mondays, they would let all the police officers come in and play Riviera for $25, and all my dad's friends were police officers. And so on Mondays, my dad was also a police officer, (laughs) 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 just to get the $25 rate. But um, yeah, we we lived there for a couple years, then moved to Arizona, and we lived in Arizona for the majority of my life. Not a bad way to get on Riv, though. No, not at all. (laughs) Any way you can get on Riv you know, that that would be a great way to do it. Arizona, where in Arizona? So I, I grew up in a small town, Chandler, Arizona, just outside Phoenix. So grew up a, a Sun Devil fan because we were 10, 15 minutes from campus. My dad graduated from Arizona State, season ticket holders and everything. And so, yeah, fun growing up in Arizona. A lot of great golfers uh, come out of Arizona, had some great high school teammates who play on tour and things like that. So really good golf courses in the state of Arizona and particularly in that Chandler Phoenix area as well. Yeah, there are. I mean, golf is just in spades, especially, you know, 90s, early 2000s before, you know, pandemic hit and then the housing boom and everything like that, which ate up a lot of golf courses. But yeah, tons of great golf. But that's one thing I do when we're here, when I recruit players, because you know, I could tell them I'm from Arizona. And I always say, you know, you think Arizona has great golf you know, come to Little Rock, because I think the golf here is even better.
1: When you were growing up, did you
4: think about making golf a career? Playing professionally, I did, but not as a coach. I never wanted to be a golf coach, never even thought about it. And so it's kind of weird. You have the ebbs and flows of where you think your life is going to go and where it actually goes are two completely different things a lot of times. And that's what it was for me. How long did it take you to realize, okay, yes, this is what I want to do. I want to be a golf coach my first year coaching. Um, so kind of the funny thing is I when I graduated at Holy Names University, I came home, I had a group of sponsors that wanted to sponsor me to turn pro. And when I graduated and it was time to put the money up, they disappeared. When that happened, I knew, okay, just got out of college, but I don't ever want to get turned down for a job because of my education. So I applied at Arizona State University and the University of Phoenix so I can get my master's degree paid for. I just played in the State Am qualifier, won the State Am qualifier, and on the way home, I get a phone call from the University of Phoenix, and they said, you know, Jake, we want you to start in two weeks, and that happened to be the start of the State Amateur. And I said, well, is there any way I can start in three weeks? They said, no, two weeks or you don't have a job. And so, I'd pull out of the State Am, that was the end of my chasing my dream, and went into University of Phoenix as a financial advisor, and uh, got my master's degree in international business, and... You know, from there, I speak Spanish as well. So I wanted to use my degree uh, and my Spanish to maybe run a company overseas or work for the FBI, CIA, uh, Border Patrol. I interviewed with all them. Uh, I'd just done eight months of interviews with the CIA to be an undercover agent. That fell through. And then while I was working for a company called Fastenal, they're an industrial supply company. They have branches in Puerto Rico, and that was my plan. Well, around that time, my old coach called me up from South Mountain Community College and said, Jake, you ever think about coaching? Because I think you'd be good at it. And I said, no, coach, I haven't. He goes, well, think about it. You know, I'm leaving. I'm going to Chico State. Job's going to be open. Hung up the phone, called my dad. He's my best friend. And he says, are you an idiot? And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, you've just applied at all these jobs because you want to make a difference. He said, 17 to 22-year-old boys is when they become men. And that is the biggest difference you can make in somebody's life. And I said, you know what, Dad, you're right. Called my coach back, said I'll throw my name in the hat, but I need to talk to my brother because I had sent my younger brother to play for my coach. So I called Daniel up and I said, Daniel, here's the deal. It's your team. They asked me to throw my name in the hat, but if you want me to, I will. If not, I won't. He said, yeah, come on. So I threw my name in the hat, got the job. First year in coaching benched my brother the entire year because I I didn't want to play favorites. And so it was great qualifying and, you know, benched my brother. Luckily we still have a really good relationship, but the next three years he's an all American sent him off to play somewhere else. Uh, he's an all American, but some guys just are gamers and my younger brother was one of them. But that first year in coaching, it's for me, it was, it was addicting. It's build your own team, see what you can do. And I've always played an underdog role. I feel like in my sporting career, and it was a chance to, hey, Jake, don't go after these top 200 kids in the in the world because you can't get them. You're a junior college. So my initial thought is I'm going to go get some top 200 kids in the world. And six years at South Mountain, we were the number one team in the country every year, signed a kid as high as 72 in the world, went from there. And golf's taken me all over the world. You know, I coached the national team in 2013 and over in Japan. And, you know, that was the same year after we won nationals at South. I coached the national team. And that's when Little Rock hired me. Como te llamas? <laughs> That's pretty good with your Spanish, Jake Harrington. But you uh, didn't answer in español. Mm-hmm. Well, but Jake Harrington, Mayamo, <laughs> Mayamo, Jake Harrington. <laughs> so you're pretty fluent. You, you, we may need to throw no, you across the border. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I only know that because I like to travel to Mexico. I yeah. mean, if I can get that out, I mean, Coca Cola Regular yeah. is what I say I, when I'm in Mexico. I'm pretty sure it's Cerveza, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let you get away with that. You replaced a legend. At Little Rock. You just spoke about that when Little Rock came open. When Norwood, yep. a legend in Little Rock athletics in the state of Arkansas, golf in Arkansas, a member of the Arkansas Golf Hall of Fame. Those were big shoes to fill. Were you nervous or worried at all about it?
4: Yeah, I was and I wasn't. Um, I was the thought of it coming in um, because he had done everything. Uh, but once I met Wynn, I wasn't nervous anymore because Wynn, from the moment I landed here, was Hey Jake, I'm here for you behind the scenes. I'm not going to be there by your side in the public, uh, because they need to see that this is your team. And I respected that and appreciated that because he's from day one. He's been by my side. If I have a question, I call him. If I have a question how to handle a golf course, he call, I call him, and he'll do anything for me. He's on my golf committee, and he always has been, and always will be. Um, and so, and the funny thing is, I joke with the community about that you Know, I replaced a legend, and so they had to go find the biggest coach in the country that they can find. I mean, people say you got big shoes to fill. I said, Yeah, I got size 14s. You <laughs> know, gonna, so, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say back when you were talking
1: about maybe being a border agent or something like that, I was like, Yeah, if if I'm coming across the border and I see you, I'm going right back across the border. <laughs>
4: yeah, and that's you know, I've used it to my advantage in coaching, and you know, through college, I was you know, I had to have a part time job when I was in college, and I was. Worked private security, and I was a bouncer in San Francisco and uh, did a lot of fun things and seen a lot of interesting things. You spoke about the golf in Little Rock. Mm -hmm. What sold
1: you on Little Rock to come to Little Rock? Was it the fact that the great golf courses that your team's going to be able to play and that helps attract better players?
4: That was part of it. It was a D1 job. I was a junior college coach. I wanted to be a D1 coach. You know, when I came here, I had only planned to be here four to five years. I wanted to rebuild a program and move on to bigger and better things. Well, when you're here in Little Rock, you surround yourself with this community. Bigger and better things is really hard to find because golf here is so good. Uh, The community is so good. Uh, They wrap their arms around you. The number of different golf courses we play on a weekly basis, I'll put up against anybody in the country. You know, so when you have those things, you can build what we have. And i talked with an old uh, former player of mine. His father's a, a CEO of a, a corporation. And he every four or five years, he's a CEO of a new corporation. And when we were talking about it, he goes, Jake, Little Rock is not ranked really good right now. He goes, you go do something there, people are going to notice. You know, I came here, we were 210th in the country. My first year was tough because my junior college team probably would have walked through the current team those here. And a lot of it wasn't just because of talent. It was just, I was the third coach in three years, you know, but now you fast forward, I've been here nine years. I'm in my 10th season now, eight years into that. We were 22 in the country at one point, you know, we have an all American and Anton Albers and a number of great players. And this place is special. And when you sell that vision to these players, when they come here, it's really about getting people to little rock. The schedule this year for your little rock Trojans, San Francisco just competed there
1: You're heading to Skokie, Illinois, Evanston Golf Course, Trinity Forest down in Dallas. That's one of the uh, nice golf courses around West Lafayette, Indiana, the Purdue Fall Invitational. You're hosting your own tournament at Chennault and then out to Henderson, Nevada for the Lake Las Vegas Intercollegiate. And
4: that is just the start of the schedule. I try to beef up the schedule every year and we have the team to compete. And now that we get recognized, we get into bigger and better events. Um, University of San Francisco at Olympic Club, we get to play at the Lake Course, you know, where they've had the President's Cup, they've had U.S. Opens, it's phenomenal on a great field. Northwestern's event, Purdue's event, you know, then you go into the spring and you play Michigan's event. And How does Michigan get an event in Scottsdale, Arizona? Because you can't host anything in Michigan unless it's the first month of in September, it's too cold. True. <laughs> so True. they have a lot of alumni there and, you know, Desert Mountain is one of the, one of the, prestigious clubs i got seven golf courses there and it's just a it's an incredible membership there as well
1: and then you get to go back to the Goodwin in palo alto which is stanford's event but this year it's going to be at tpc harding park which you might remember colin morikawa won the pga championship there several years ago that was a uh, 2020 in the middle of covid i was out there last year saw you guys at the Goodwin. So you get invited back. So if you finish top six again this year, you'll get invited back, at, I would assume, next year. And then it'll be back at the Stanford They're Golf Course? They're doing two years
4: at TPC Harding Park okay. because they host uh, uh, Pac-12 championships uh, this year. So you, they don't host at their home course. And then, the But that Stanford year, Golf Course was unreal. It's awesome. And I've never been on that property before, and it's incredible. It takes help to be able to play
1: in these events because it's an expense to get you, Patrick Sullivan, your assistant, and the team to all of these events. So you have a lot of people that step up to the plate and help you out. One of those events that helps fundraise for the golf team is the Little Rock Shamble. It was just held several weeks ago at Pleasant Valley Country Club. That is an event that I think can grow and be better. It's a shamble, and some people might not realize what a shamble is. Explain how the Little Rock Golf Shamble
4: has grown and become what it is. A couple years into being here, not being from Arkansas, I realized how what a tight-knit community it was. I wanted to make sure I knew people, knew the community, and they knew me. I also want to make sure that my players know the community because we play at a different country club every day. And I know that we are intimidating when we go out there because of the way the guys hit golf balls, and members typically would stay away from us. I wanted to get to know our community, and I wanted to get to know my alumni. And so that's where we paired a current player or an alumni with every group. And so it's grown to something that's been special. I don't ever hear anybody say anything bad. They love it and they want to come back every year. It also is a huge fundraising piece for us. And my goal was the budgets are what we have at Little Rock. I wanted to make sure that as we progress and get better, that no matter what event we get invited to, we can always say yes. Fast forward where we are now, we're getting invited to a lot of events that cost a lot of money. And we're able to say yes because of that, because of what everybody has done and the people that come year after year and play in this event. You know, Bale Chevrolet was a big sponsor this year. They they've done what they've done has been incredible for us. And, you know, we have probably I would say seventy percent of the people that play come back every single year and it's fun. It's a great day. Now it's gone from just an afternoon one o'clock shotgun start to now we see off at eight and one thirty, you know, have two shotgun starts and It's incredible. But, you know, what it's done is it's not only allowed us the funding, but it's allowed when we go to a golf course, the members come up to our players, you know, come up to somebody like Anton, who's top sixty player in the world. They come up, put their arm around him, say, Hey Anton, how you doing? You know, hey, I saw you playing this. And then he can also ask them, say, Hey, how are you doing? You wanna go play nine, we're not qualifying today. And it's made a fun atmosphere where nobody's intimidated anymore, but my guys also understand, hey, if golf doesn't work, this is how business relationships are formed. And, you know, they understand how important the community is to us. And it, it makes it, it truly makes this their second home. Last year in the Sun Belt, you go out on top
1: winning a conference title down at Mystic Creek in El Dorado. One of the toughest golf courses in the state, in the region, maybe even in the country. Now you're moving to the Ohio Valley Conference and there are expectations put on your team. Do you like that pressure of, hey, you just won the Sun Belt, now you're going into the OVC.
4: Can you do it there in your first year? I love it. I, I want to have a target on our back. We should have a target on our back because I feel like we're a team that can be a top 25 team in the country. And I don't say that lightly because it's it's hard. Um, we've climbed up that, that ladder over the last number of years, and sometimes I felt we weren't ranked high enough. Like I tell my players, is our, our goal is to win championships – And that's what we're going to do. So if you come here, that's the expectation. We're not going to play down to anybody. Every year, the schedule is going to get harder and harder because I believe that's what we need to do. I mean, our goal is to get Anton in the top five of PGA Tour University so he can get his tour card. And in order to do that, we got to play great schedules. So I love the target on our back. I know it's there. The guys know it's there. But at the end of the day, we can't look at the target. We have to look at what's immediately in front of us. And I think it helps us kind of hyper focus on today because if we start thinking about tomorrow then we're going to get run over because there's a lot of great teams out there what is your recruiting pitch to a potential player so you're recruiting this high school kid what's your pitch to him to get him to little rock what are your expectations what do you want to do with your life and if the answer comes back professional golf which pretty much a leading question i gonna say 100 <laughs> the time it probably does so you you show them what you have and you show them the golf courses you have. I mean, you have country club, of little rock is phenomenal golf course. You never have an even likes unless you're on the tee box. You know, you have Chennault country clubs hosted uh, on both 18s. They've hosted the Southern amateur. Uh, you have Pleasant Valley country club that hosts the NCAA regionals in O2. You have a lotion that we get to play that's hosted the Arnold Palmer cup that hosted the Western amateur. And, You know, not to mention, we're not even talking about Maumelle Country Club, which we can go out to. We're talking about Eagle Hill, where our indoor facility is, that we have access to that golf course. This is a golf destination. And you want to come, you want to get better. You have, we build around them what they have, professional golf. And I tell them, you have, when you're on tour, you're going to have an instructor or a teacher. You're going to have a a swing instructor, probably somebody that sets it up. We're going to build all that here. You know, we have Patrick, who played on the Corn Ferry Tour. He understands where you're trying to get to, and he can explain what his, you know, successes and and failures were out on tour. Uh, we have a sports psychologist, uh, John Wertman, who's works with ten guys on the PGA Tour. He works with Fortune 500 companies. That's your psychology side of things that you're going to have on tour. It's building that bubble around you, uh, your you know, your circle of trust per se, and we have that here. And I want you to have that in college so that way when you get to the pros, it's an easy transition or an easier transition for you. Best golf course Jake Harrington's ever played. Oof. I mean, Elotion's up there. Like, Elotion's phenomenal. Bandon Dunes, it's hard to pick one of the Bandon courses. Uh, Took a guy's trip out there a couple years ago, and it's phenomenal. Actually, going back there with my brother in December – um yeah you better
1: pack some uh, hand warmers for that one
4: no it's actually it's funny because it's always the first week of december and they almost always have perfect weather that one week and it's it's crazy because it should be freezing it could be um but it's but it's it's abandoned you're gonna play it's abandoned you're on the coast enjoy your time like you know if you're having a bad bad hole or whatever you just look out on the coastline and you're abandoned um so that's got to be up there um haven't you know, it's funny because we just went down to Mystic Creek and played. I love Mystic Creek. Went down there on the way down. I We called up my dad because we were having this conversation about golf courses and because we have so many guys from different parts of the world, you know. And so I said, call my dad and ask him that question. And most golf coaches that I've had in the past called BS on where my dad's played. And at one time, he'd played 80 of the top 100 courses in the country.
0: Holy cow.
4: And so he's rattling off to the guys, okay, Augusta National and Cyprus and – um, Pine Valley, Marion. Got, Pine Valley is his, the one place he hasn't played because he got rained out twice. <laughs> so had some guys out there, flew out private twice, got rained out both times. And so that's always the course. That's the one course I want to play because yeah. that's the only course my dad hasn't played. When he graduated high school, he played Pebble Beach. It was 25 bucks if you stayed there and free replays. It's not that now. No, it's like 600 So there's a lot of great courses. I've walked a heck of a lot more than I've played. Yeah, um, being a coach. Yeah, I mean, because Portrush was always up there with the guys when we talked to our Europeans about places. Portrush always comes up. I've walked that place probably six times, but never played it. All right, fantasy foursome. You and three others, living or deceased, playing around a round of golf. Who are you going to play with? I mean, my dad's going to be in there for sure. It would be hard not to pick your brother, who you didn't let play your first year <laughs> right. coaching. But then he's going to take the spot of Tiger Woods or Jack Nicklaus or Ben Hogan. So it's hard. Like if I were to take family out of it and just people in the past. Well, you've got your dad. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be incredible to play to see what Hogan was all about, you know, because you hear about it, you know, his swing and how smooth it was. I mean, I've met Jack before and he's incredible. So if you can pick the guys in their heyday, Jack would be fun to, to play with. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, Jake, best of luck this year, and uh, hopefully you'll
1: bring home an OVC championship and get back to the NCAA tournament for the third year in a row, and
4: maybe you'll be able to get to the round of thirty
0: mm-hmm.
4: like you did two years ago. Yeah, we have some unfinished business in Scottsdale, so the the goal is to get back to Scottsdale and to leave our mark out there in Scottsdale. So uh, there's a lot before that, and you know we can't look too far down the road, but you know we have five tournaments this fall, and you know the the goal on the team is to win three of them. So uh, that's that's what our goal is right now and you know, we'll we'll go out and try our hardest and, and see where that falls.
1: I had to wait to put this episode together as Little Rock shot a final round seven under par on the final day of play to win by five shots over BYU. BYU was leading the tournament after thirty-six holes, but shot one under for a final two under finish at the Olympic Club the Olympic Lake Course, par 71, 6,957 yards, and Little Rock wins the USF Intercollegiate there in San Francisco, California. Santa Clara finished tied for third with Loyola Marymount University. The host San Francisco finished fifth, followed by Nevada, UC Davis, St. Mary's of California, San Diego, and Seattle University. So congratulations to the Little Rock Trojans winners, of the USF Intercollegiate they're at the Olympic Club. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels, one of our great sponsors of from the Shortgrass. Find them on the web at bphotels.com. If you are looking for a place to stay around the Mid-South, around the state of Arkansas, make sure you check out their website, bphotels.com, for a full lineup of all of the properties that they manage. One of our great sponsors, Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. We're back with more after this. Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC.
3: This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. You all know by now I'm not a good golfer, but my son loves the game and he and I have been playing more. I've got my score down to uh, I've quit playing a scramble on every hole. I'm using the bunker rake much less than I used to. And a lot of the time I hit my drives past the women's tee box. All of my success in golf can directly be tied to me listening to From the Short Grass. Without it, I would not be the golfer I am today. Trey, you owe me 20 bucks for that. Trey knows golf. I know auctions. Come see us at blackmanauctions.com. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions.
2: With all the decisions you need to make about what to do in El Dorado, finding a place to stay is an easy one. The Haywood is uniquely positioned to make your stay one to treasure. Located in the historic Union Square District of El Dorado, the Haywood offers luxurious accommodations that feature contemporary, colorful rooms with high-quality bedding, comfortable baths with walk-in showers, and a spacious workspace with stylish plantation shutters that are unique additions to the stunning decor in a non-smoking environment. Make the Haywood your home away from home the next time you visit El Dorado.
1: That will do it for this edition of From the Short Grass. I want to thank Little Rock golf coach Jake Harrington for taking some time out of his busy schedule right before the team left for a tournament. And they go out and they win that tournament. So karma was on his side. Coming up on September the 22nd, the Arkansas State Golf Association will hold its annual awards banquet and Hall of Fame induction ceremony at Chenal Country Club. I believe tickets are still available. You can contact the Arkansas State Golf Association to find out more. As always, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of From the Short Grass, and I hope you will make it a routine and listen to each and every episode of From the Short Grass. Some great episodes are coming your way in the near future. Plus, the President's Cup is coming up. We will look into it in our next episode. Remember, when you find your ball mark on the green, fix it and a couple of more. And I hope to see you sometime soon from the short grass.
0: You've been listening to from the short grass, a weekly podcast dedicated to the game of golf. This has been a presentation of the buzz radio network.